0: mean what you mean you're listening
1: to the UK lock-in <laughs> on sin welcome to the UK lock-in where we play only music from the UK because it's the best music in the world I don't know what it is about the UK but there's something in the water there you just consistently create the best music ever period I don't want to hear any arguments. I'm Bree Steele, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited for our first ever show. We managed to talk to the godfather of grime, Wiley. I cannot believe it, it's an Australian exclusive. We're the only people in Australia to talk to Wiley. I don't know how we pulled it off, but we did. I was very, very nervous. Um, You can probably tell when you listen to the interview, my voice is very high-pitched and I'm just a little bit too giggly, but I had no reason to be nervous. He was the nicest guy, so open, so chill. We had the best chat. We spoke to him backstage just before soundcheck um, at the Croxton Band Room in Melbourne. It was super cool, super exciting. So let's just get straight to it. This is the full unedited version of the interview with Wiley in Melbourne. Enjoy. We are with the Godfather of Grime oh himself. Yep. It's Wiley. Yep. You've got a new album. You're yep. in Australia.
0: Yes, I have. You're
1: MBE now too. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I'm MBE
1: for the new punk rock. You were recognised by the Queen. I love it.
0: Exactly. I'm really happy about that because it's like I was. I thought I was like working and working, and I couldn't see. I expect. I didn't expect merit, right? But I was like okay, well, when you work hard, what happens here? (laughs) And I was waiting for like, to win an award, not MBE. And when I first got an award, I was like, okay, wow. So I didn't give up, I kept going and eventually it came. So with this one, it's like, this is like a lifetime achievement, a real one for me, because for the British Empire to recognize me, helping others do stuff
1: you're credited by the fans and everyone yep, yep, yep. as creating rhyme essentially
0: yep yep, yep. And, well, I was with others doing it but yeah I understand yeah. why and how I understand why we will come yeah, up with
1: because I want to know where did you get the confidence to come from Garage and
0: I know, and all oh that kind
1: what? of where did you get the confidence you know to pray what? on Fruity Loops it and was
0: the energy from right you know when you right, so imagine Garage was running I love Garage by the way Me but, too. but Garage was running and then you're a kid And then you're doing what you're doing, but you you can't get in it. So you start doing stuff, but then you think, you know what, I've got this music, but I'm gonna start, I'm gonna play it on the radio. Let's see, you play it on the radio, people start to like it. Then you say, hold on, all right, I'm gonna press it up and try and sell it because people like it. And what happens is like, in every scene, like say if there is one music, and then, then some kids start making music and it's, kind of stemming from there but it's not exactly that that won't accept what the kids are doing automatically so you'd have to go in a different direction anyway just naturally it's not like garage is for or anything it's just that what was deemed as garage when we were making our beats didn't quite like not all of our beats fitted into that yeah so then they went in a different direction and that's basically how it happened so I'm 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 Like, I'm happy that it happened, but I don't like, my confidence came from the fact that it wasn't working in there. And I was younger and I was like, well, if it's not working in there, I'm just gonna, it was just like that confidence. But I respect Garage because I like Garage music and I didn't want to have to argue or say anything towards Garage to go on and do what I wanted to do. I could have just said, right, listen, lads, we've got our own thing. We're gonna do that. But we love garage, you know yeah, what I mean?
1: because grime kind of became more of like your scene, like your community. Yeah, you know cause what I you, mean? Because hoodies and stuff, trainers went all this out in stuff, garage nights. And yeah, stuff like
0: exactly. That. There you go. There's millions of reasons actually, guys. Now you say that about hoodies and stuff, but uh, the truth is, is that it was meant to be this way anyway
1: yeah and because like you pressed your own vinyls and you sold them out of the back exactly, of your car is that
0: exactly. and that again was like because i saw the garage people and drum and bass jungle people doing it and i was like well i'm gonna do it i've got a generation here and we're gonna do it we've done it love it it's good
1: grime is really known for its sense of community yeah and grime artists really promote like hard work and like trusting in the struggle Yep,
0: yep. yep, yep is yep, that yep, something
1: yep. like is do you think that's why grime has become like a real cultural movement instead of just well, a music I
0: think, thing. I think it's cuz it's not just about money. Like obviously if you do grime, it's not like certified that you're going to be like 50 million next week. So it's one of it's a niche genre and I believe that like to to do it you would have to love music first. But then if you get into it, what you talk about can be in your life so if you have some struggles you have good days you have you go to the beach you have fun days if you speak about all of the different emotions or moods you have it's not so just struggle 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 because the truth is if you look into the world and you say the word struggle there's different levels of it isn't there yeah and if you think you're struggling in a western country like uh, in england uk it's not really struggling, is it? Because there's real struggles around. So I think the different levels of struggle, you have to open up your mind and then you wouldn't, everything wouldn't be just struggle, struggle, struggle because you can't say struggle and then it doesn't have to be struggle. You could be having a good time just because you're happy. I think whatever emotion you use is just like, which other people pick up on that song in the world, they will be like, I like that because I was happy, you're happy, you know? Not always just struggle.
1: One thing I've noticed with like you and Skepta and Jamie and yeah. Stormzy, yep. you really have a strong work ethic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did that come from? That
0: came from just watching, like in um, any scene and the people who are at the top of it or the people who were in the middle and rose up or whatever, there is a constant competition level of he dropped something couple of months later he drops something she drops something then she then he drops something then that group drops and everyone drops and so it's a sly competition going on anyway and even if your friends you like say if your friend drops something and is sick and you hear it a few months after and you want to do something you want it to be sick you want him to hear it so or her to hear it so i think it's just the competition level that keeps some of us going because we know that like if I drop, say if everyone's quiet and I drop something one time, if it's a time when everyone's quiet, everyone's going to be like, if it's good, they're going to be like, oh, they're going to try and get on it. Like, for instance, I was saying this just the other day, at the time when I can remember, I just finished like the Heatwave album and stuff. And then I was coming away from there and I said to myself, you know what? I've done so much of everything. I just want to chill. I'm going to do some grime now and just relax. I've done a grime tune. And then it didn't really work straight away. It didn't work right because it wasn't going to work because I've just been doing that different, like, music for everybody. So it went down the line a little bit. Then Meridian, Dan, he done German Whip. And then German Whip blew up. And then everybody kind of started to come back again. So German Whip kind of brought some of us back. Not JME, he was already there, you know what I mean? But some of the other ones. And, like, it kind of. It made everyone think, "Oh shit, this is our tempo and this is what we do." And then maybe we need to wake up and do this. But I was already tried it, but it didn't work. He did it and it did work. So then, uh, German Whip kind of brought us back on the sly, Some of us, you know what I mean.
1: There was a lull with Grime where, it, like after you know the initial success, yeah, yeah, of yeah it was you kind of quiet. Like, yeah, it was kind of. But quiet. you stuck with it. You still released stuff. I did. I did. And I what always made What made you do it. that?
0: I've done that because it's the one that I know how to make Like it's, it's, a, it's the one I can naturally make producer wise and d j wise I can mix, and it's the one I can write bars to the like it's my one as opposed to that like, jungle and drum and bass that's some there's people who do that more than me, so that's their one you know like it's that's my thing, so I think. Even if it's not being sold or even if I'm not going to get no money from it, I'm always going to try little ideas of what I can do to see yeah. if I can still do it.
1: Because even after your heatwave and wearing my Rolex, yeah. which is more mainstream, less yeah. grime, yeah. like you still stuck with grime.
0: I did. And, I, and, and I, I did all the way through, reason being because I, when I made the songs for everybody... When I bring the money home, even though it's not about money, like after the year or two and the money builds up, when I go back to the studio, I'm in there making all sorts of stuff anyway. So I just put money back into the studio and stuff. And so it's a good thing. Like, it's not like I get the commercial money and then I don't use it back on the underground, you know?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, like that's the payoff. Yeah, is, you know, you but know. it was still good. Yeah, it was. It Loved was. It. I,
0: I, I look back at my career, I actually like, the the steps that I've taken in the music industry, some that I don't like, I've made mistakes, but then I'm like, for me, uh, to still be here and like still communicate with the other people in the music industry is a good thing. And to meet people from outside of England who like what we do and they do it themselves in their own way, that's even good. Yeah,
1: I was going to ask you about that because, you know, in the last 18 months, pretty much all the big names of grime have been to Australia. Yep, yep, like yep. Jamie, Stormzy, yep, yep, to you. yep. yep. And you go to the shows and every single person there knows every single word to every single they song. They
0: really do. The internet and YouTube and Spotify and Apple and everything, what you can have. And just like, I think we speak English. It's just a twist of accent. It's just all English. And when we grew up, we had a lot of Australian teachers in our schools. Anyway, so... I'm not surprised that we understand each other. Like, I could, we've all watched lots of Home and Away and Neighbours. <laughs> like, we've we've basically like, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's just England in the sun on yeah. the Pacific,
1: <laughs> essentially. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's the same thing. I, I understand, and I and I like it. When I come here, I'm like, wow. Why didn't when they when people started moving here? What happened? Why didn't someone move here? I would have loved to live here instead. But like, I'm glad that. People here get to hear what's going on there. They do their own thing here. They hear what's in America. They hear what's. I mean, it's just like a small world with the internet, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, and it makes like it accessible to everyone, which is exactly. so good. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna ask you yeah. in your career. Yes. What is the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn?
0: Oh man, the lesson that's taken me longest to learn was um, a really simple one: being on time and punctual. Yep. just being on time because that means everything be on time means so much things even though it just means that be on time be on point these things because like i was always but then there's times when you you're not like you get paid you get paid you get paid you know you, you're you wearing out your energy you're burning out your energy but if someone said to you are you getting tired are you burning out your energy you'd say no nah, man i can keep growing it's men we don't know when To have a rest.
1: Yeah, but you know, I'm the same. I overcommit as well. Okay. You know, you just want to please everyone. Okay, so it's
0: women too. They sometimes don't know when to just have a little rest, then, because you're gonna, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. Sometimes men trying to do it on their own, trying to do it on their own. You could have a team of people doing it; it'd be easier. But you're running down the road on your, and I think that's the problem. I think sometimes, just different humans, not necessarily men or women, different humans just want to do everything in one brain, but basically. It's not possible.
1: Because it's exciting and if you're passionate, you just want to do it nonstop. stop yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, so, I have a favour. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, you kind of touched on it a bit before, but yeah. um, this you guys use a lot of slang. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have your own language. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. I'm going to ask you, please, yeah. I'm going to read out some words. Can you please um, tell us the definition of the yeah, word? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't know.
0: I understand, I understand.
1: So, mandem.
0: Mandem is just like like group of boys. Group you of boys. You lot. A uh, bunch of boys. Wagwan. Wagwan. What's going in? Hello. Like, what's going on? Brethren. Brethren. Friend. Friend. Yeah. Like, uh, mate.
1: Mate. Yeah. Okay. Um. Gassed.
0: Gassed is like too excited.
1: So okay. So you're like about pumped. something. Yeah. Pumped
0: yep. up. Like he's pumped. Yeah. What is P? P money money yeah. okay peas because <laughs> um, <laughs> P twenty P 50 oh P, P pence <laughs> yeah because
1: I, I was, I was yeah. like where does that come from no but everyone's gone mad it's yeah, just pens, silly I love it. yeah,
0: this is so funny
1: um bear like it's bear good like oh, yeah like bear. bear like
0: uh bear like lots like I went to the rave and there was bear girls bear of them love.
1: um Peng
0: Peng is like pretty girl
1: pretty girl yeah. oh, and peng, painting. Peng ting. <laughs> oh yeah, ting. That's like thing. Yeah, yeah, peng. So yeah. yeah. Um, merc or merc. Merc or murky. I don't know. Merc
0: is like kill. <laughs> it's kill not bad. Murky. Not kill like death, but like merc like. Murky, I'm Merking, I'm winning. Like I'm owning it. Yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning I'm yeah. Own, I'm
1: okay, okay. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense now. Like Stormzy does hashtag murky. Is yeah, that yeah, what that yeah, is? Yeah, okay. Working, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. And what it ends?
0: Ends like your area, like. Uh, Where do you live? What's your area? Not not your door, but what is your area? (laughs)
1: Like Melbourne? Boxdale.
0: Yeah, so like Melbourne, Boxdale. That's my end. Boxdale in Melbourne. Yeah. Boxdale is like your end's. Wherever he lives, that's his ends. They, wherever they live, it's just their ends.
1: I love <laughs> it. Thank you so much because we all listen. We know every single word. Yeah, yep. But we really don't know what we're saying. Oh
0: god, <laughs> oh god, but it's good. It's good. Because Americans have slang too, don't they? So yeah. I- Everywhere has slang. It's just about picking up. You have slang here. Yeah, we do.
1: And it, a lot of it's from Cockney rhyming as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: We're so connected, Australia and yes, the UK. We are,
0: yeah, we
1: are definitely. Well, thank you so much for chatting no with problem, us no on the problem. UK Lock In.
0: Oh man, no problem. We amazing. really
1: appreciate it. Please come back to us soon. I
0: will. I will. I will. I'm not leaving. Straight away, anyway. Oh, good! Party with us. I will. I will.
1: Shake (laughs) a leg. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thank you so much. There we go. That was the Godfather of Grime, Wiley. See, I told you he's such a nice guy. Like, I didn't think he wouldn't be a nice guy, but it's always just so nerve wracking meeting someone who you really admire and um he didn't disappoint he really was so cool and i'm so grateful that he finally defined all the grime slang because i genuinely did not know what most of those words meant so yeah thank you so much for joining us on the uk lock-in today stay tuned we've got more exciting interviews coming up yeah we've set the bar high so we have to stay consistent we have to provide the best stuff and that's our plan we're gonna do that you know like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff to stay across all the best music Um, and oh if you actually want to listen to the live show where we play actual music and mixes and everything we're in australia 7 till 9 p.m saturdays on sin 90.7 or if you're in the uk and you want to listen um that's 8 a.m till 10 a.m on saturday morning just go to synsyn.org and you can listen online and yeah stay on the podcast get excited oh and follow us on social media because that's probably the best way to keep across who's going to be on the show um, and what's happening. So just UK Lock-In, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram, stay across it. I'm Bree Steele. Thank you so much for joining me today for our very first show of the UK Lock-In. I hope you liked it. See you next week.